time for two blokes talking tech. There is a lot going on in technology, as always. For the latest news and information about technology. It's fantastic to get these speeds on a mobile phone, isn't it? The speeds on this thing are amazing. Two blokes talking tech. Very nice, snappy performance. It's a good phone. Yeah, there's a few pros and cons with this. With Trevor Long from yourtechlife.com. Now, my advice to people who like this kind of service is... And Stephen Fennick from techguide.com.au. I really like this new service. Gives you that flexibility to hear your music anywhere. Two blokes talking tech. Stephen and Trevor always providing the best advice. Lots to talk about on Two Blokes Talking Tech. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. Two Blokes Talking Tech, episode 277. If only you could be here before we record the show when the hours of preparation that goes into Two Blokes Talking Tech each and every week. Uh, thanks to the good people at Netgear. Not the preparation, the, the podcast. Obviously, we yes. think about Netgear while while we're thinking about the show. But <laughs> While we're gibbering before the show starts. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, one day there'll be a... I don't know, a subscription-only version. Yeah. It'll cost a lot, though. Like, the stuff that we say... We should just re- hit record the minute you walk in the door here, right, in the Tech Guide Theatre, yeah. okay, and just... We might make it the, the Black Label edition. Oh, I'm, I'm not sure there is a rating, honestly. Yeah. I'm not sure there's a rating. Plus, we would basically fun. need to get enough to retire on because we could never work again That's given right, the, some yeah. of the things that we talk well, about. Oh, we're not too bad. We're not, we're not offending people, but we're just talking... About people. About people. <laughs> no, we're not. We're not talking about people. Two Blokes Talking Tech bringing you the latest tech news each and every week here. Episode 277, Trevor Long with you from eftm.com.au and Stephen Fennick from techguide.com.au. Let's get cracking. Stephen, I'm just going to be very upfront and honest with our audience because they're very loyal to us. Yes. There's really nothing doing this week. <laughs> and that's the show. Good night. This is, this is what we refer to as a slow news it, it week. It's a bit slow, although I think it, it, I think we should call it, though, the calm before the storm. Because, what are you, from the Bureau? No, because there's it's kind of a bit of a lull, but there's going to be a lot of product released into the market for, for Christmas. So this is, I think, that period where... In a week, we're going to have a embarrassment of riches of stuff to talk about. Is that a Fennec prediction? All the uh, products. Yeah, well, already they're lining up the products to be released. We're talking Samsung smartwatches and, and uh, all these other products, uh, gaming devices. Love that you've named so many. <laughs> yeah, no, okay. Embarrassment of riches coming in the weeks ahead. Yeah, but I think there's a lot of stuff to come, yes. We have... Some great things to talk about. Now, what, what I want to talk about tonight, we didn't talk about the PlayStation Pro last week because I hadn't you taken mine out of the box. unpacked it out of the box. I've already installed it in the uh, Tech Guide theatre here. Yes, I had noticed. So yeah. let's talk gaming because it's really interesting. And to be honest, um, I know drones is a regular question I get around Christmas time because it's a hot kind of people yeah. love the idea of it. But I think gaming people don't need to ask questions as much anymore that they've they're self-answered i think it's it's the ticket item for this this christmas Absolutely. i think it's what everyone's talking about yeah. because every the big 3 have something to offer let's start with microsoft yep. their advertising campaign at the moment is mammoth they're, they're spending a lot on tv ads i keep seeing it in fact yes. i said to one of their pr people i just get me the vision from the ad and he goes was there an ad on tv <laughs> what? have you not had a tv turned on <laughs> um it's it's a very smart ad because it shows very cleanly the console and it talks about it being an entertainment device and it talks about being the only 4K, 4K Blu-ray yes. playing entertainment console. Now, yes. that's a critical thing here and we'll talk Absolutely. about PlayStation in a minute, but this is the cheapest 4K Blu-ray player you can buy. And the most popular at the moment. Exactly. Since August, they've been outselling every other console here in Australia, Ironically, which is a big deal. Sony claimed that when the PlayStation 3 came out, remember when it used to play Blu-ray, was it one of the first Blu-ray players? 
and we'll talk about Sony in a second, but it is ironic that now the uh, the, the the shoes on the other foot. That's right. So I keep looking at the Xbox One S and thinking that's glorious. Like it's a great device because it looks really nice. <clears throat> it's hang more on. likely. Hang on a second. Can you see it over there? No, mate. So um, I've been asking Microsoft to get one and I haven't got one yet. So just a shout out to our friends at Microsoft. I have, I have sent a couple of emails to get one so I can review it and, 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 and play the games on it. So just a gentle little nudge to our friends at Microsoft. You come to the EFTM home studio. Yeah, and we'll be- <laughs> okay, yeah. How's your black eye fan? <laughs> All right. <laughs> it's nice of you to offer that, mate. It's very nice of you. <laughs> Stop it! Stop it! Stop it! No, the reason I love it is because they've actually done they've they've spent time and effort on design. Looks really nice. The white look. I think even Amanda would let this sit on top of the television cabinet. That's a big deal for us. Pictures of it. It looks. (laughs) (laughs) It's so small, like compared to the current Xbox One. Yep. Like forty percent uh, of the it's size. White as well. It's white, and it there's no nice. power brick. And I know that sounds ridiculous, well, but it's a very been, big deal. That's been the bane of Xbox users over the years. And I think the model before it's still got a massive brick. Yeah, I, so I just now, rewired our television yeah. cabinet the other day, um, and I took out the Xbox 360 and the old PlayStation. I thought yeah. I'll just simplify things. Yeah. And yeah, the big power brick for the 360, big power brick for the brick for the one, but the S. No, no, just a standard cord like your PlayStation does. They've really they've got their mojo back, I think, Microsoft with this, and I think the fact that the, and again the 4K big tick. Now I know HDR, that I know someone know. like you um, who who appreciates and can see quality video yeah. would not opt for the Xbox One as your primary 4K Blu-ray player. You would take the Panasonic, oh, yeah. and then you would take would. the Samsung, and then but, you would take the Xbox. But yeah, yeah. the majority of people just want to be able to play Deadpool yeah, or The Martian in 4K on oh, their yeah. 4K TV. Absolutely. Now, a lot of the big companies, uh, LG, for example, have been talking about how Netflix has got this and that. Well, that's great if you've got good internet. <clears throat> yeah. But if you've got a 4K TV and you love movies, and like you here, Stephen, you've got a bookshelf full of movies, yeah. why not start buying 4K Blu-rays? Because in the box comes the standard Blu-ray and the 4K, yep. and then when you're able to afford, buy yourself a 4K player. The Absolutely. Xbox One S is a 4K Blu-ray player and a bloody Xbox, which upscales to 4K with and some is of the it, gaming. Is it 599 how much is it? It starts at three ninety nine for so, the five hundred ter- uh, gigabyte, gigabyte one. Yeah, right. And so, well, that that like like even even the Samsung four K player, which is I think that's five nine five nine nine or might it might be a special four nine nine at the moment. Yeah. Even that, that's the cheapest standalone player. But with the, you get a you get that plus the Xbox One S and it's a console. I don't know why you'd buy the Samsung, other than you, that you absolutely have no need for gaming, or it's just yeah. you want it for the profile. You want a nice slim or Blu-ray. If you've got like a Samsung ecosystem of equipment, you can just sort of have one less remote. Yeah, happen. it helps. But yeah. look, I just think that is the smartest thing they're doing now is that high-end yeah. um, advertising campaign that talks about the 4K. Mm-hmm. I think I walked through a JB Hi-Fi today and was a bit disappointed. I couldn't quite like the 4K didn't jump out at me. So I think they need to promote the Blu-ray Which titles JB better. Was this in the it city? was some uh, <laughs> Bondi. Yeah. Was it Bondi? Yeah, you got some JBs. You got you mean talking four K discs? Yeah, you got to look for them in, in some. Some have a the JBs that I've seen like up at East Gardens, the one in the Strand Arcade in the city. They've actually got a section of it. There's a I section. would put if I was JB, I'd put a stand in the center which had which had four K discs on it, mm. and then the Xbox One and the and the Samsung, yeah. so that people know this is how you that, buy four K. Some some do that. The JB at East Gardens has the Samsung player next to it, right? Uh, next to all the movies. So, yeah, I think people – and you'll notice on the back of all the 4K discs, 
there's a really simple diagrams to say to watch this disc, you need a 4K TV, yeah. 4K player, and so that you, the people think, oh, hang on, this is a great looking DVD, Blu-ray yeah, or whatever. Yeah. So they they got to actually a little bit of education happening. So but, Microsoft um, have the ascendancy in the August figures, September figures, because they launched the Xbox One. Yeah, they launched it earlier <clears> than PlayStation. True, true. But now, um, what a month ago, Before the, the PlayStation Pro, they the, did the PlayStation Slim. The, the Slim's been on the market now for for a little a while. Yeah. Um, the Slim is just a PlayStation Four in a new box. Really, yeah. there's nothing Skinnier much version. different to it. Yeah. It's a bit skinnier and it looks a bit more streamlined, rounded edges and things. Yeah. <clears throat> but it's this this week really that the PlayStation Four Pro hits the market. Now this is a five ninety nine console, one terabyte, which has four K gaming capabilities, but mm-hmm. doesn't play four K Blu ray discs. That, it is, is the most ridiculous decision by a company. In a long time. I'm absolutely dumbfounded <clears throat> by this because, as I mentioned, the PlayStation 3 heralded Blu-ray movies, the playback, and it was, you, you at the time, you couldn't buy a Blu-ray movie without the sticker saying, works with the PlayStation yeah. 3 on it. Now that we've come to 4K, and Sony being a, a pioneer in the in the Blu-ray space, 4K, all, all all of that that space. They've been a real leader from lens to lounge room. You know, they, they've had they have got a film studio now. They've got you know the the TVs and uh, and yet the the console, which is an entertainment console. It's not just a gaming console. It's it's marketed as a 4K entertainment console as well as gaming. Can't play the discs and. I don't think it's possible just to do a firmware upgrade and make it work. No, it's a, I, it'd be a, a physical change I you'd have to make. It feels like it needs to change the laser and stuff. But here's the oh. thing. I look at it and go, this is one of those decisions that gets made in a corporate boardroom by people who are inside the bubble. This is Trump-esque, right? <laughs> they, they think that everyone's like them and has got a great internet connection and watching Netflix and they're streaming it all on their computers. Yeah. These are the same people that think downloading a 60-gigabyte game is a good thing. That's yeah. stupid. But let me tell you something else. Play, Sony marketed the PlayStation 4 Pro as being 4K gaming, 4K entertainment. Yes. And they mentioned Netflix, YouTube, all of these areas where you can get 4K content. Now... Tell, tell me this. You're going to connect this to a 4K smart TV, yeah? Absolutely. What's to, why would you watch Netflix or YouTube on 4K through your PlayStation when you can already do that on your 4K TV? Great question, and I have an answer. Some 4K TVs don't have those apps built into them. They don't have Netflix built into it, mate. A 4K a, TV? A cheaper, a cheaper got- version. No, I well, think, mate, if you put it this way, I've got a $200 Dick Smith TV at home still, which is a 4K, right? It doesn't have any apps on it. It's crap, but it has a 4K screen. It would look great on the PlayStation 4. But in this, in this, your case, the PlayStation Pro costs more than your television. Mate, but I don't want to break this. Some people are that crazy. Yeah, but I, I think the majority of people, I'd, I'd say, what, 80% would you estimate? If you're going to connect it to a 4K TV, it'd have Netflix, it'd have YouTube, it'd have all those no, no, 4K no, I, applications I think- that... That you don't, that you really don't need the PlayStation Pro for. I don't know. I think we need to do more research on how many TVs actually have 4K capable Netflix built into it. Well, um, you might any, be surprised. Any 4K TV bought within the last two years, say 15, 16, would have Netflix out of the box. 4K and YouTube straight in there. Uh, I, I'm, I'm just that's again one less. 
remove a tick on the PlayStation Look, Pro I haven't 4 looked, box. But does a Sonic, um, you know, do those kind of brands? TAC? I don't know. Are they, this is my thinking. I don't know. Well, uh, if, if that's the case. Ziggy you know, Zaggy the hashtag. Keen to know if you've got a 4K yeah. TV without Netflix. But it's a very good point you make. Yeah, but I, do you see my point about bloody executives in Japan sitting there yeah. going, we don't need yeah. to make it 4K Blu-ray. Oh, it's wow. an extra $3 or something for the chip. Yeah. That was the stupidest decision they've ever made. Mm, I think that. No. Well, they've, they've free kicked to Microsoft on that one, I think. Yeah. If, if honestly reckon if they were head-to-head as 4K players, uh, I think Sony would be slightly in the lead just from the just the legacy they've had in that area. Yeah, and also remember from the Xbox that. isn't 4K. It's it's outputting yes, games in upscale. There you go. It's and, upscaling the output of games. It's 4K yeah. direct from yeah. the Blu-ray. It's so like, it's a very yeah. strange kind of mix. It's like having a Ferrari with the worst possible tyres you can put on it, don't you reckon? It's, it's like having this really great sports car with the cheapest rubber you can find th- on it. I think the funny part about it is if we did a specifications list, PlayStation 4 Pro, Xbox One yeah. S, and it had like uh, 4K Blu-ray, it had uh, 4K gaming, it had you know a whole list of things. Basically, the ticks are in either column, not in both. Yeah. And, and that's the crazy thing is neither of them is perfect and, and they compete directly against each other in so many ways. It's very, very interesting to me, the, the decisions that have been made um, in terms of the, the PlayStation's capabilities and the Xbox One S. And I think Xbox gets the upper hand because I think upscale, upscale gaming looks pretty good to me. i, I got to be honest, I don't notice that it's not 4K. I'll tell you another thing I really like about the PlayStation um, approach to it uh, with the 4K gaming. Say you've got a game that's up to two years old there are patches. There's like 30 That's titles right. where you can, if you've already owned, owned the disc, you don't think, oh, God, I've got to buy the 4K version. No, you you got a free patch to that game to bring it to 4K, HDR, the whole bit, which I think is massive in the, on the gaming side for, for PlayStation owners who have these beloved games that they like and can suddenly, like if you've got Uncharted or The Last of Us, uh, if you bought Call of Duty Infinity in Infinite Warfare, bang straight up to 4K HDR with it, with it, without having to spend an extra cent on getting the game again. Yeah, I think that's the smart thing is that it just all happens. But then again, on the Xbox again, it's upscaling beautifully. So, yeah, I think it, look in the end, I'd, what what's happened here is neither of them has set their heads above the other. They are simply still Ford versus Holden, ecosystem yeah. versus ecosystem. Yeah. And when people say to me, "Which should I buy?" I say, "What do your mates got?" Because that means you can. <laughs> it's, it means you can you game with them, right? Them. Yeah, yeah, true. Like if yeah. your mates have all got Xboxes, don't buy a yeah. PlayStation. You're not going to have anyone to game with. Because trust me, when you game with people, yeah. it, it, with random people, they beat you. That's my experience. Okay. Yeah. No, not my experience. <laughs> These cheeky twelve-year-olds I play against I, <laughs> on the online. But I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm a casual gamer, and I'm always put off by the multiplayer experience because I just want to have fun. I just want to muck around, yeah. and it's like. And I'll talk talk shortly about the F1 game. You try and set a lap time, and you realise someone else has set one thirty seconds faster, yeah. probably because they're cheating, and I don't know the cheats, and I just think it ruins the whole experience yeah. for everyone. Although there are some, depending on the online game you play. There are um, servers that actually match you up in skill level. So if you've reached a certain level, they try to match you with with similar pl- okay. skilled players. So don't be intimidated, okay. Trevor. You'll be okay. Thanks, mate. Don't now, be intimidated. what is even more interesting about that is it, neither of those two will be the most popular console this Christmas. <laughs> yeah. The Nintendo Classic Mini Entertainment System is 
unbelievable. It's a, it's a it's a behemoth because they announced it. It was viral. They yeah, sold out of the pre-orders. Months ago, wasn't yeah. It? yeah, they sold out of pre-orders at EB Games on Monday. EB Games said at midday we're going to have pre-orders of our second shipment. The website crashed worse than the census. They said, "Oh, sorry about that. <laughs> Our website couldn't handle it. We'll be live again yeah. tomorrow at midday." What do you reckon happened on Tuesday at midday? Yeah. Boom! Yeah. Website crashed Not again. Right. Now enough people got through that they sold out. Yeah. So they are now sold out. The Nintendo Classic Mini ninety-nine dollar entertainment system is sold out. Breaking news: My information is Catch of the Day is going to have them on the twenty-fifth of November. Okay. And Target has a second shipment coming mid-December. Which they so will make available. No, they're only going to make it available online, first come, first Ooh, serve. Okay. So, mate, this thing what is about on uh, on eBay and is starting. They're selling for three hundred, three fifty. Oh, so the the ninety nine dollars. So the, there's yeah. the the eBay tax at work there. That's eh? correct. Wow, mate, it's very cool. I plugged okay. in at work tonight with at the radio station, and while I'm on air, I can look out, and the producers aren't even bloody sitting there. They're playing bloody Nintendo, <laughs> right? Because it's just Super simple. Mario, they're playing Kong. Mario. They're playing Galaga. They're playing everything. <laughs> it's just really simple fun um, because you plug it in, and it's straight up there. Even on – like I put it on my projector. Yep. I put it on the TV, like 65 yep. inches. It so looks what sort great. Of is, it? is it HD? 720. 720. Yeah, it's yeah. Like that. That's high definition quality. comes through at 720. It looks nice. great because, remember, it's 8-bit. Better than the original graphics, games right? they were produced. Well, yeah. they still look exactly the same. Here's the cool part. right? There's an option in the menu in display to set it up as CRT. So when you go onto, onto your 4K <laughs> screen, it's got these kind of CRT-like lines through it. Looks, it <laughs> it looks brilliant. That's smart, you know, because – that that really would be so help people reminisce about the times when they were younger playing these games. That that, that that's why Nintendo's popular because it reminds people of their childhood. Yeah. They want people who were again. were enjoyed that stuff as childhood absolutely have a hundred bucks just to throw at this thing. Wow. People have said to me, "Oh, it's a fad; it won't last long." Yeah, I think if you bought one, you'll probably play it for a week and then yeah. you'll put it in the box and then. But you'll bring it out when your mates come around. You'll bring oh, it out for fun it. at Christmas for sure. And for ninety nine bucks, like it's 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 you're not gonna it's, you and, can't lose. And let's reiterate for ninety nine bucks. The games are included. Thirty yeah. games are included, preloaded yeah, yeah. firm, pre firmware on the and thing. A, I like how it's like a little miniature. It's, it's a miniature version you know of it. Yeah, it yeah. doesn't come with a power a power box. It comes with a cable, but no plug for the wall. You, you USB it onto your smartphone charger. I was uh, powering it. I powered it tonight with a battery pack, okay. like a portable so battery pack so for your it was smartphone. Working without connected to a portable battery. Not connected to mains power. Wow. Most a lot of people say they're plugging into their TV with USB ah, output. Smart with their as long as there's TV. enough ampages, voltages, yeah. whatever they're what called. Is it one amp or needs two amp? I think it, like a tablet. I think it might need two amp. I haven't okay. plugged into a one amp battery, but interesting. That's well, that, that's cut. That's cut the cost down as well. They didn't have to put a. They didn't uh, have to have a, a different shipments. It's one box for the whole world, right? Ah, Very smart. True, true. That's that is smart. Different plugs for everyone, right? Okay. Excellent. Don't have to get certified. The plug gets certified. So a lot of smart. Yeah, I think that so is a trend potentially. Streamlined it through the. Well, well you think when, when, once we're already starting to see it with USB C, it's coming a, a kind of a standard connection yeah. across the board. And what's this got? Like a micro USB. Micro USB. Yeah, yeah right. Okay, but you, Mate, you look simple. at all the on other, the back. Micro yeah. USB for power in. HDMI for power out. So, so it doesn't have a rechargeable battery. You've got it sort of be connected to power. It's got to be some connected kind of to power. power. Yes. Right. Okay. Yeah, okay. I've just fooled it into thinking it's connected by power by yeah. plugging a battery pack, and then two ports at the front. The controller only one controller comes with it. Very short cable, under yeah. under two foot. But yeah. you know, you you just have a long HDMI or something. You can sit further away from the TV. But it is ah. a bit of a downside. There are extenders you can buy online. And you go straight in the menu, and and there's a power and a reset button. The reset button takes you back to the menu, and it allows you to save your progress in up to four games. 
So you've got, like, save four, four save slots. That's very smart. smart. And, yeah, the games load quick. They're so snappy. So you'll see a high score then on, the, on each of the games? Yeah. Yeah, like the old days. That's yeah. awesome. So, look, I think it is so smart. I think they're obviously going to have bigger shipments next year as well. Yeah. But unfortunately, it's going to be the tickle me Elmo of Christmas trying to find the bloody thing. <laughs> yeah, there'll be people in fistfights in the Mate. middle of stores. <laughs> and eBay is going to light up. Like I think there'll be people who play theirs and put them up as even secondhand because yeah. really, it, like it doesn't age. How does the thing age? Yeah. I think people will put them up after two weeks' use, get get double their money, and Bob's your uncle. Yeah, is that right? So it'd be like the Cabbage Patch Kids of the of the of the twenty the twenty tens. Wow. I'm, I'm going with tickle me Elmo. I'm not as old as you, cabbage. but that's okay. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that was nice. All our older listeners, cheerio to you. Shout out to you. You probably remember the Cabbage Patch Kids. If you need retirement advice, they have that all the time on Talkback Radio. You need that, mate? You okay? I'm Everything good. sorted I'm good. out for retirement? I'm good. Okay, good. Yeah. Um, so anyway, the Nintendo Classic Mini, um, not really on, on sale now, but really hard to find. Yeah, uh, as I say, luck. someone told me today, Catch of the Day, 25th of November, Target told me mid, mid-December to keep an eye on the website. That's as best you can do if you want one, unfortunately. Um, they are hot little items this Christmas. Um, lots to talk about with gaming, um, the PlayStation, uh, Xbox, and the uh, Nintendo Classic Mini. Appreciate your thoughts. You can feed back to the show uh, by going on Twitter and using the Ziggy Zaggy hashtag or uh, hit us up both on our, we, uh, on our website. We should also ask our, our listeners, what are you Xbox or are you PlayStation? Uh, oh, which team? And, and I should remind you too that our question that we posed to our listeners last week about Android Auto, mm. I think the overwhelming support was that they were with Steve, that uh, they did like the idea. I think it was 50-50. No, no, I, I, I think beg to differ. Hanging Chad, mate, 50-50. I don't think so. I think I just got you again in that one. <laughs> anyway, whatevs. I'll tell you what, you know what, I, I, down, I downloaded it, I had it on my phone. Yeah. I put it on. I yep. put it up on the thing. And you know what I did? I immediately went straight to going back to the apps. <laughs> yeah. This is the problem. I'm telling yeah, you, that's mate. That's illegal, mate. That's This illegal. is the problem, right? The problem is it's, it allows you to do it, right? So I'm driving here today with Android Auto connected in my little Mazda, right? Okay. And if I want oh, to- So you, you got Android Auto in your car, your Mazda. Yeah. But not using the app, so using the car system. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I've got Apple CarPlay and Android yeah, but, Auto on the one system. But here's – no, but I'll go back to this argument yeah. and I'll, I'll open it up again to people. But the thing is, if I want to open the camera or, or yeah. any other app, you Which can't. you can't do behind You've the got to unplug – I know, but I'm just saying the temptation yeah. okay. is removed when it's plugged into your entertainment okay. system. When it's sitting on your dashboard, all you've got to do is press the home button and you're out yeah, again. Yeah, I understand. and uh, That's why it's crap. But our, I, think our, <laughs> I think our listeners are more disciplined than that. They're not going to break the law. They know the deal. Some of them are the law. <laughs> they are too, yes. <laughs> I they rob. are too. Two Blokes yeah, Talking Tech. Two Blokes Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech. With Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. Two Blokes Talking Tech. Thanks to the good people at Netgear. Now it's only days away before the Orbi hits retail stores here in Australia. The world's first tri-band Wi-Fi system. Orbi gives you reliable, secure and crazy fast Wi-Fi to every inch of your home. That's right, everywhere. No more dead zones upstairs, no more drop connections through walls, just better Wi-Fi everywhere. Orbi reaches up to 370 square metres through Wi-Fi barriers like walls, stairs and doors. With a dedicated internet connection, Orbi helps prevent buffering while streaming your favourite movies and shows. No matter how many devices are connected, you'll have ultra 
fast Wi-Fi speeds. The Orbi tri-band Wi-Fi system works with your existing modem to maximise the speed that you're already paying for, and the sleek design and state-of-the-art technology steals the show. It gives your home a superior Wi-Fi network that's both easy to set up and elegant to display. With just a couple of clicks, your secure Wi-Fi network will be ready in no time. For more information, visit netgear.com.au. Orbi, better Wi-Fi everywhere. Well, the world of virtual reality just got a little bit bigger in the last couple of weeks with the introduction of the Daydream View, and this is the VR headset from Google. And following their really successful launch of the Pixel smartphone, uh, I think this is a great follow-up because naturally the Pixel works with the uh, Daydream View VR headset. What I like about this, the VR headset is what sets it apart from the opposition. Mm. One is the fact that it's made out of this soft, breathable material. So, it's got so that, smart. That, that material feel to it. It just doesn't feel like a big plastic thing yeah, sitting exactly on your head. Yeah, exactly right. So it's it, a bit lighter on your face. And the thing is, it's not just the part that connects to your face. Yeah. It's the whole thing that's Absolutely. fabric. Absolutely. And it, it it's just breathable. feels different. feels very comfortable, I found. But I, I think the other, the other really clever inclusion is the controller. Oh, mate. That it's the number genius. one reason to buy, to have a daydream over anything well, else. And I'm sorry, Samsung have to announce a controller. Well, exactly right. With with the with the uh, other headsets, you've got to kind of feel around for the buttons on the side of your head, and you hit the wrong button, and you want to adjust the volume, and you can't do it. So that's a really clever addition for for the daydream view. All the controls. I like the fact that the big home button can also is also like a little trackpad, so you yes. can swipe through. You can control the volume right there. It's like a little mouse and a pointer as well. Mate, as soon as you install it and plug it, in, it takes you through a demo of this kind of uh, cartoon like forest, and you have the controller pointing like a torch, and you go, yeah. "Oh my god!" It's the same experience that made for me the PlayStation VR so exceptional because it was somewhat yeah. interactive. Yeah. Now you don't have movement in the in the virtual world with your head or anything. You can look around, obviously, but not yeah. up, uh, forward and back and left and right. But you, the controller adds a very important dimension. I mean, they have a thing where you play fetch with a, with a, yeah. with a dog. <laughs> um, I downloaded a game which is like a karting game, and so the controller becomes the steering wheel. Yeah. Very simple stuff. sensors built in, yeah. Oh, it kind of reminds me of the cool. LG Magic remote because you can use the controller yeah. as a remote mm-hmm. in, within the virtual world or yeah. it becomes part of the virtual application. And, and I think the you need an Android 7.1, which I think at the moment is only the Pixel, but there others obviously will follow. But I found that the the it's it's quite a HD screen, isn't it, on the Pixel Pixel. Mm. So the I had the Pixel XL in my one. And the quality of the image, because uh, you got to remember, you you you. By the way, the I saw a Pixel XL in the wild the other day on the train. I saw a black with a yeah. with a Pixel, and I went, "This is it. It's well, like it's happening." A, I've seen a few people okay. using it. Yeah, no, it's a very popular. Found a lot of people have asked about, oh, look, what do you think of that Pixel? I'm thinking yeah. of making the Switch. and it's, it's A few people are curious about it. Um, and I obviously directed them to my review on Tech Guide. I said, look, read all about it right here before you make your decision. You're a clickbait narc. There you go. But, uh, no, I, I quite like the fact that, look, the Pixel XL is in the Daydream view, like literally inches from your face, and yet the picture was quite sharp. Like, you know, with the, with the older sets and older phones, you kind of get that. You can see all the little pixel, the squares of the of the screen. It's like looking through uh, like a screen door effect. It did feel something. My only negative was it felt like to me like the lenses were not big enough or something. I did feel like I was seeing the edge of the lenses a bit, mm. um, which was strange to me. But I may not have had it fully did adjusted, you use the tied pixel on. XL in yours or the yeah. Pixel? Because yeah. the Pixel XL sticks out the sides. Yeah, yeah. Like you're not. I'm thinking, hang on, am I going to miss out of here? Or, but I think it got all the image in. The other thing is, geez, mate, I only used it for 15 minutes. It got really hot. The yeah, Pixel got it. hot. 
Oh, you mean the phone got yeah. hot, right? So not the head, not the actual headset itself. No, no. Because there's a breathable material in the headset. You've said that before. Mate. Yes, I know. It's, it's like a... you've read up on it. <laughs> well, I've read about it. It's 119 bucks, yeah. um, which is a lot more than Google Cardboard, but it's also similarly priced to a Gear VR, and it smashes Gear VR out of the park. Well, what's your favourite colour? What colour did you get? I've got the dark. Don't tell me you got red. No. Did you get this one here, the dark grey one? Yeah. I've got the light grey one. I think the dark grey is much yeah, nicer. Light grey is uh, slate. No, snow. That's slate. Man, it's dark grey and light grey and red. Crims, crims, don't, yeah. don't fall for their bulldust. I, lo- I love when the companies come up with colours, don't you like that? I love the names they come up with. They're idiots. I think it's stupid. They're bloody grey, dark grey and red. Well, when we talk about Plantronics later in the show, you're going to laugh at the names of their colours. I think there's some fun colours there. Can't wait. But the VR world is, I think, uh, with PlayStation VR, Google View, Daydream View, uh, it's going to be – we talked about gaming earlier being an ideal time for Christmas. I think it's going to be a VR Christmas as well. That's right. And and one of the cool announcements this week was Fox um, off the back of The Martian, which is now an old movie essentially. It's been out for a year or more. It's old, yeah. Um, They've announced a a virtual reality application for Steam, HTC Vive, and the PlayStation VR. So on your PlayStation for 30 bucks, you can download The Martian VR, which is an experience. Now, it's not a game. You don't play. There's no role plays or anything. Yeah. You just you just have an experience. So you can drive a rover. You could um, experience zero gravity. Um, you know, kind of flight. Um, you can interact with the Martian world. It's a it's a very smart way to bring a movie to life. And here's what I think. I think this is a test for Fox Interactive, whatever they're called, um, or innovation, because I think what they want to do is experience the reaction to it. And I think you'll find a lot of movies will come out. With this in advance, so I think you'll find when a movie's coming out in July, this will come out in January. Yeah, I think the this is a smart move by Fox and hopefully an example to the other studios because I understand that the this was prepared like you know The Martian have starred Matt Damon. Mm -hmm. Directed by legendary director uh, Ridley Scott. Legend. They were involved in the creation of the VR. Yeah, you've seen a lot of Ridley Scott movies. Name another Ridley Scott movie. Alien. Oi, big tick. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, big tick. <laughs> Name another Ridley Scott movie. No, I can't. <laughs> Blade Runner. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Blade Runner. Harrison Ford, you haven't heard of Blade Runner? No. This this from the bloke who saw Rocky 40 years later and Star Wars 39 years later. Both just average films. Yeah. <laughs> but I think... Fortunately, I'm not on the Academy. Getting getting back to the Martian VR, I think this is, I think, the what we're going to see is an extension into the entertainment world because... The VR experience is like, yeah, here we are. Like we're sitting in my theatre now, right? We're sitting in a seat at a distance from a screen and we're watching what's in front of us. We're a witness to- Thanks, Steve. We're a witness now, but we're a witness to something happening over there. VR is the totally different experience because we're not watching something over there. We're in it. We're part of it. And with this Martian experience, I think it's going to drive a lot of thought in the entertainment world. Mm. Forget the gaming world. The gaming world's going nuts already in VR. But in the entertainment industry where they've got to come up with the next big thing that's going to drive people to entertainment, this could be it. This could be the way in where there will be maybe not full-length feature films and and, and shows, but these 20-minute, 30-minute like, like, almost think, like webisodes. I don't disagree yeah. with you. I think what you'll find is these will become 
part of the pre-promoting merchandise. So right right now, before a Cars movie comes out, they'll have all the cars in stores before the movie comes out, which is weird, but they'll have these things available as experiences. Yeah. So you're you're pumped, you're fired up, you're ready for well, it. And they, here's the great thing. They did it with Star Wars. When The Force Awakens oh, came out a year ago, nearly a year ago. About Star Wars. No, no, but I'm just saying, as, as an example of the VR, it was Google Cardboard you had to have, right? Yeah. And each, each, I think, three or four days there was a – a little episode you download, a little like it was like a thirty Everyone's second. falling asleep to the stars. <laughs> no, I oh, no, I agree, I agree. But, no, but they, they did it well, and it was only in its infancy then. A lot of gaming companies, design companies, building VR apps. Who better to build VR than the companies that make graphics look real? Okay, the Martian yeah. looked like the bloke was on Mars. Yes. As far as I'm concerned, that was entirely real. Yep. I don't even know what was CGI or not. I have no idea because that was that good. Yeah. So if the VR experience is anywhere near that, how bloody good is it? Because you, you, you look you, at the VR experiences with PlayStation, you've got these cartoon, you know, job simulators and stuff. Yeah. I want a real world experience. That sounds cool. But can you imagine like in the hands of like you know, Ridley Scott, look what you get. He's imagine, a director. Right? Imagine in the in the hands so of he? James Cameron. You know who Avatar. He is. There you go. Titanic. There you have it. Terminator. Good boy. Good, I had good for you. I was hoping enough. <laughs> but you can just imagine, though, in the hands of those those the really imaginative filmmakers and innovative filmmakers like James Cameron, you can just imagine what we're going to get. Like, I, I wonder what awesome. imaginative things will come from innovative people like Glenn Wheatley. Glenn Wheatley, who's John Farnham's producer. That's, that's, as that's much all as you've got. got it. That's all you've got. All right. Okay. But imagine, okay, you've heard of Steven Spielberg, right? He's definitely He's directed a, a few great movies. E.T. Okay. Yeah, Jaws, Schindler's List, you name it, okay? Jurassic Park, he's got all the hits. Who directed the Shawshank Redemption? Shawshank Redemption was uh, Frank Darabont directed that. A, I am, tragic I am a, that you know that. I B, a, I am a movie buffer. Who cares? But it's Frank Darabont, yeah, he's uh, he's directed a lot of- Do you know uh, you could say anything right now and I believe it? <laughs> well, he's he's directed- he directed Ziggy also. Zaggy, hashtag if he's, that's wrong. He's another bit of trivia, okay? Frank Darabont directed the Shawshank Redemption, which was based on a Stephen King novella. He also so, directed. So I'm going to stop you right there. A what? Stephen King. It was a short novel called Rita Hayworth and the Shawshank Why Redemption. Why is it called a short novel? What does it was only novella? like 120 pages. What the hell's a novella? It's a short novel. What would you call okay, it a short novel? But you're killing my mojo here. Let me just explain to you, okay? <laughs> Frank Darabont directed. Should I text the Joe? Sh- Rita- <laughs> <laughs> no, she's already asleep, mate. It's all good. <laughs> Rita Hayworth and the Shawshank Redemption was a short novel by Stephen King. Directed by Frank Darabont. Frank Darabont also directed a little film called The Green Mile, which was again Tom Hanks, Michael Clark Duncan, the big dude who passed away, by the way. I know, very very sad. Very sad. But Frank Darabont also directed that, which was a Stephen King novel set in a prison. So he's become a a novella. Stephen King prison novel director. So anyway, a bit of trivia there for you. Totally off track. Frank Darabont, great director. Shawshank Redemption, you rate that People, movie? Have you, you seen that it's movie? The, it's one of my top three. You've seen that. Your top three. You've only ever seen four movies in your life, so it's made the top three. It's a Excellent. great movie. I'll watch that time and time again. It is a good movie. Yeah, what, what's well, like Morgan the Freeman. Old Bloke takes his Yeah, you've got to get busy living or get busy dying. Is that is a saying something out like of that. the Shawshank Redemption? You've yeah, seen it like that. before? Yeah, okay. Get busy living or the other? I don't know what my other, other top two are. Tim but Robbins was in if that. I could Morgan just, Freeman. If I could just imagine for the listeners at home, imagine putting up with this bloke. 
more than half an hour a week. I mean, it's trivia here, trivia there, memories here. I think that little those little fun facts I reckon our readers enjoyed. I honestly our think, enjoyed it. And I'm happy to take on the Ziggy Zag hashtag. I really think you should shut down tech I should guide. do a post. I should do a movie podcast, shouldn't I? Mate, movie website. Podcast. Yeah. I think you should be doing an entertainment website. Yeah, I agree. I think you should forget tech. Yeah. Send all the traffic to me. <laughs> yeah, okay. I'll redirect and to straight to EFTM. Yes, yeah, right. totally. Right. I'm, happy, okay. I'm happy to – we actually do have an entertainment vertical. Um, okay. I'm a, right. it's, I'm to, I'll it's, be a ghost. I have to sort of come up with a no, pseudonym for you. You can be Stephen Fennick, mate. Yeah. You can just be – I'm happy for you to write entertainment I'll on EFTM. entertainment on tech. God, yeah, that's just not. stupid, mate. You're just being silly. <laughs> I, write, I, I write all about uh, yeah. He writes these stories and then he goes, and it's available on Blu-ray. That's tech. Well, it's my review. It's a review of the special features and all the – Important things that people look for. Um, but VR, okay. big tech. <laughs> <laughs> two blokes talking tech. Two blokes talking tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennec. Stephen, you've mentioned Star Wars, which gives me the ability to mention Formula One. Fair enough. F1 2016, outstanding console game, Xbox, PlayStation, Steam, whatever. Now available on iOS, and this was um, hinted in. Wasn't it in the keynote? It was hinted. Did they mentioned. Yeah. I thought it was you know, when the iPhone was launched. Yeah. I thought he mentioned just the Super Mario um, game. Why did they mention that this was coming out? Because I got it was very. Your, your imagination. I think no, was. no, I knew this was coming. I was very. Shut up, Stephen. You're being very rude. Um, someone <laughs> remind on, me. Can I ask you? It's iOS game. iOS, Apple. Where do you play it? iPhone. On what? iPad or Apple TV. And where do you play it? What do you mean? What, what, pla- what device do you I've play? I've tried on? it on iPhone and iPad. Okay. Not on Apple TV? I don't have a new Apple TV. Oh, okay. You gave that back as well, did you? Or did you, didn't you know it? what? I've never seen one. I mean, I had one. Apple asked for it back, of course, but mm. and I dutifully sent it back again. Mate, I've got two of the old Apple TVs, and I don't see why I need to upgrade because I, three of the I Apple use them for AirPlay, and that's about it. Yeah. You know? One in here, one in my office, and one out in the lounge room. All right, la-di-da. Apple TV family. Mate. All right, la-di-da. Yeah. Just showing off now. The new Apple TVs are a bit more expensive, though, than Just the old a touch, ones. Yeah. yeah, but anyway, so anyway talk about F1 2016. Yeah. <laughs> um, the great, I'd play the game, but it's on the phone, the Jet, oh, sorry, not Jet Plague, but it's on the black <laughs> iPhone 7 Plus that I've got in my hand here. Good on you. So the only two things I use this iPhone for are recording the podcast yeah. and playing F1. Oh, that's great. That's I, wouldn't, nice. I wouldn't bring myself to play F1 on a rose gold phone. That's Who nice, would? I mean, how nice embarrassing. Though, yeah. So it's great because it has a bunch of modes. It has a career mode, time trials, just practice one one event. So hang on a minute. The game has the drivers in it? It has everything. It's got the cars, the drivers, the tracks, everything. 2016, everything. So who, if Mark Webber's not in it anymore, who are you? Who, oh, you play Daniel Ricciardo. Come on. Pay attention, champ. Pay yeah, attention. Go. How's he going this year, by the way? He finished third in the championship. Did he really? Yeah. Has it already decided? Or no, is there one, that, is there, how many that's decided. One There's one to go in Abu Dhabi. And so the If Emirates are listening, happy yeah. to do a review of a plane on the way there. Sure. but he, So Abu Dhabi is the final race of the season. That's correct. And is, is Lewis Hamilton and is it? Nico, um, Nico Rosberg, Rosberg just needs to finish on the podium to win the title. So the two Mercedes-Benz drivers. Yes. There you go, eh? Yes. Great brand. Oh, whatever. <laughs> anyway, so the game is excellent. The graphics are phenomenal. Like it's basically like F120 12 or 13 on the Xbox is on your bloody iPhone. It's amazing, the graphics, well, right? It says a lot about the iPhone, doesn't it? Especially the 7. This is the point, right? Which is why I'm, I'm convinced they mention it somewhere about the graphics power of it. Mm. Anyway, um, the so it's very cool, very easy to play. You can play in a very simple mode where it basically does everything for you and you just steer or you can thumb on one side to, to accelerate and the other side to brake. You can have assist. You can, it's very, very complicated. But then the thing is, it's, so it's 15 bucks, no in-app purchases. Brilliant, right? Yeah. One-off so purchase. You get everything. But here's the thing that I think they've done is very smart They have to make it sticky. They have a weekly challenge. 
So the same track, same driver, same car. Everyone in the world has to play it. So this week it's um, Lewis Hamilton in his Mercedes at Azerbaijan, the Baku circuit. Um, everyone plays it, and you've all you're on a leaderboard. You're just trying to set a lap time. It's a very smart way to play the game because every week I want to have a look. So I'm there's 30. a world there's a world leaderboard. Correct. So there's some cheat wow. that went 102. <laughs> I, I did one lap at a 130 or something, and it, I did it while I was recording, so it wasn't a genuine lap. I'll give it another crack later. Okay. But 102, like someone's cheating. Yeah. And you know what it is? You know how this happens? Jailbroken phones. I was talking to the guys who developed Crossy Road because mm. I'm playing this thing, getting a 600 and going, why is there someone on 9,000? They go, we have to delete those top scores every now and then because they're on jailbroken phones and that's how they hack into the leaderboard. Right. So I think that's what's happening here. So do you find this, because you've played it on your PlayStation yep. with your little driving rig. Oh, yeah. Do you find that you're pulling the phone out and having a quick lap here and there? Or Oh, Absolutely. So when you got a, like you're in the line, bank line or well no because I don't carry this phone with me I only use it for recording oh, and sitting right. at home that's right <laughs> jeez but and you don't have an iPad did you say have you got an iPad I've you got an, an iPad, iPad. Yeah, okay, yeah it's cool. it's good because it's a bigger screen but it just feels a bit weird to kind yeah, of right. be playing games and so on the what iPad. what uh, how far back uh, like can you play it on the iPad one or you need like a, a iPad I can't answer that question onwards, but I think I, I wouldn't play it on a, on anything less than an Air and I wouldn't play it anything on. Anything less than an iPhone six for sure. Yeah. Okay. I, just, I mean, it'll probably work, but it just yeah. won't be as well, good. It wouldn't look as pretty and as uh, and work as smoothly. Might be a bit sluggish. Yeah. Yeah. yeah right. Anyway, and all the tracks are all accurate and all that. Tracks are amazing. Like yeah. seriously, the graphics honestly look that must like have been a, big a couple of years ago. How big we, is the game? I don't know. Another Would question I can't answer. Solid download. I might look it up on the App Store. Mode. It'll tell me. Where you I'm. do that. You do that. Anyway, F one twenty. Talking about that, I'll do this. F one twenty sixteen now available um, for iOS, iPhone, iPad, and uh, Apple TV. Fifteen dollars. As I say, there are no in app purchases, which is great. If you're an F one fan, it is without question a must download, especially now the off season is coming up. That is what I've already said. Thank and you, Stephen. Offers Apple, oh, Apple, Apple TV. Apple TV. Yep, okay. and I've said that already. Uh, so thanks, mate, for paying he, attention. He's he been listening, folks. It's great. <laughs> It's good to have his company. It's um, it's really good. Ooh, if you keep have a guess how, how the size of the game. Three hundred meg, Pff, higher. One point two gig, higher. Three gig, lower. Two point five, higher. Two point eight. Two point five six. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I'm glad. Right. No, I'm glad you stopped it there because everyone at home was about to go. Oh, mate, come on, boys, stop. It's the it. Price is right. It's yeah. like the price is right. Do you remember that? The, you know, Are the, you seriously the, asking the, me that question? Have you never watched Are you the, looking at me as if I don't know what the price is right okay, is. But I'm just saying, Stephen, <laughs> come on. I like the price is right. So does that make me Larry Emder or Ian Turpy? Or do you, is that you? I'm more an Ian Turpy kind of guy. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Terps. I, I mean, uh, when it, all right, rest in peace. Yeah. Ian Turpy. Two Blokes Talking Tech, episode 277. <laughs> because Stephen... <laughs> The, what's on the rundown next is Juba. So I have this for you, right? And it, and it, it is actually. It's my, it's my oh, topic. Oh, no, it's, it's my topic. <laughs> Done it again. <laughs> well, before we get to your topic, All I right. have to ask you this question okay. based on the previous conversation. Yeah. Sale of the century, Wheel of Fortune, Price is Right, name your host. Bit of trap, bit of no, I don't. So I just sale, want your host. Sale of the century, Tony Barber. I'm and Glen Ridge. I'm a Glen Ridge. Glen Ridge. Actually, now I'll say Glen Ridge because I was actually on Saddle of the Century when Glen Ridge was host. <laughs> so this is outrageous. Yeah, Have you got the video? I do. Can I, I see I, it tonight? I, I think it's on a. I don't think I've got it on disc, but I'll, I'll dig it up for you. I'll dig up a photo for you anyway. No, no. I want to see the uh, video. I smashed. I don't want to show you that. I want to see. <laughs> Oh, listen, listen, I speak to Glenn Ridge every week, okay? <laughs> I will ask him who I need to speak to no, about I'll, the archives. I'll dig something up. 
I'll dig. I'll I'll definitely dig. So Tony Barber. Tony Barber, Glen Ridge. Okay, I'll say Glen Ridge because I was. Yeah, Wheel of Fortune. Uh, Wheel of Fortune is oh, baby John Burgess. Well, Tony Barber had a crack as well. At, at Wheel of Fortune. Yeah, yeah. I noticed baby John is on the Today Show with yep. the new uh, million dollar call. He's in there every time I'm on. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Because he's a good mate of mine. Yes, yeah. I know. Yes, I know. You. Uh, he was at your wedding, and, is that right? And yes, he was. And uh, and what was the last the show? Price is right. Um, yeah, Larry Emder and no. we'll, and we'll see. I'm, I'm, you got to pick Turpy. someone, mate. You got to take a side. No, no, I'll, I'll, I'm, I'm Glenn Emder. Ridge, uh, John Burgess, uh, uh, Ian Turpy, and what's the other game? So we're talking about. We missed uh, one. Uh, Prices, uh, price right. Saddle of the Century. Yeah, yeah, Wheel of Fortune. Supermarket Sweep. What? <laughs> supermarket. You don't remember that one? No. You don't remember Supermarket, supermarket Sweep? Supermarket Sweep. Ian no. Turpy. It was a cold supermarket. You I had 30 seconds to run through and grab all that you could. Was the person that, with the highest tally yeah. won that, that shop. Old, old show. Oh, I, mean, I, I, was at, you know. I always think I was at football training when that was on. Yeah, I was at home <laughs> yeah, with no go. friends. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> no, nah, never, never saw that one. You were probably I, I had a rough idea, but you no, were I'm probably sure. playing first grade rugby league. I was yeah, just sitting yeah, at home because I was still in primary school. That's right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you were in primary school. You were in high school. What year did you represent South Sydney? Nineteen eighty-eight through to nineteen ninety-one. Jeez, you're only, you're only mate, only just. I'm only just in high school, champ. Okay. Just want to break it to you. That's right. <laughs> you, you were out there when I was still just it, well, you know trying to get through. We life. were doing it. We were doing our best out there. That's anyway, it. two blokes talking tech. Well, uh, Bluetooth headsets and headphones and earphones. I think are a hot topic nowadays. Man, since, since, I am exhausted by them. Well, I think since since we've had. Uh, Apple had the the audacity to delete the headphone jack on the iPhone Seven. Uh, after everyone got over the hysteria and shock over that decision, it, it it actually shone the spotlight on Bluetooth, and people had to look at options at these options. Yeah. And a company like Plantronics actually came along at exactly the right time with their new range of products. And Plantronics have been around literally for decades in the audio business because... Tell us some stories about that, fun Steve. fact. Another fun fact for you, Trevor, that those famous words of Neil Armstrong on the moon when he said... Hey, Buzz, I beat you! Yeah. <laughs> yeah, get that into you, Buzz. Yeah. <laughs> but no, those the, the words, what was it? The one small step for man, one giant leap for mankind. Pretty sure it was, hey, Buzz, I beat you. Yeah. Well, they were actually spoken into a Plantronics headset on the moon, and, and Plantronics will not let you forget that. Mate, they you tell us every time they launch a product. You see it. It's always there. But another little fun fact about Bluetooth is that it's almost 20 years since a Swede named Dr. Jarp Hartson applied yeah. for the first patent for Bluetooth. 20 years, okay? Now, he's now considered the father of Bluetooth. Bluetooth 1.0. And, uh, yeah, so the father of Bluetooth, but have a guess where he works today. Apple. Wrong. (laughs) He works for Plantronics, you gibbera. Plantronics (laughs) he works for. He's actually a senior wireless expert at Plantronics. So... How? What great credentials to have is the guy who invented the bloody thing, Bluetooth, is working for him. My tip: he's working on the Penske file and saving <laughs> them on and saving them them on patent That's fees. A, a great reference, yes. And he's uh, the Penske file. Great episode, and uh, now available on Stan. We should mention all the Seinfeld episodes on Stan. Yeah, what, you about, what about what about this? And I don't mind sharing the this. File. So there's one person. Well, hey, uh, there's one person in this in this world who loves Seinfeld as much as I do, and that's Ray Hadley, right? Yeah. He calls me Penske because when I left it, well, did you be to work at SBS? He assumed. <laughs> I was working the Penske for. So I've texted him the other night and said, hey, 
Because he, he sometimes he'll send me a text saying, uh, marine biologist on TV one right now. Oh, like it's just he's, he's crazy. Was angry right? that day, my friend. Exactly. That's so I've curious. texted him and said, mate, every episode of Seinfeld available now on Stan. He's texted me back. What Stan? Who the <laughs> is Stan? Who's <laughs> 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 Stan? <laughs> Oh, I kid oh, you that's not. Funny. And, that's and funny. And that's the problem, right? We've now got this, this situation where you've got something really bloody cool like that going on yeah. and no one frigging knows what Stan is. Yeah, I actually yeah. think they need oh, to well, go back to basics. A lot of people do with, know what Stan is. With marketing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> 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 I've just shown Stephen the text. <laughs> I actually the, think, uh, hell is this Stan? I actually think they need to go back to basics and go, what is Stan a bit? Because I think they get ahead of themselves assuming everyone knows. Well, look, I think look at net, like Netflix people. That need to learn about yes, that. Like when Netflix. you think about the penetration of these things, and you say, "What about the yeah. what about the fifty percent down the bottom who have no idea?" Okay, but uh, anyway, tell us about Plan Train. Yeah, well, uh, Netflix. We've had the fastest uptake of Netflix in the world in Australia. Did yeah. you know that? And Stan is a natural follow on to that. Mm. But anyway, we're talking. Anyway, I'll Mr. Pen- oh, Mr. Pensky file here. That's just <laughs> simply working for them so that they don't have to pay patent fees. Yeah, yeah. well, that's right. He's a good good bloke to have in house. Yeah, but uh, they've released a couple of new products: the Backbeat Fit, and this is the over the ear fitness headphones with the reflective, a flexible band on the back. It's got all the controls on the earpiece. Well, they're not new, but they've got new colours. Well, new colours, but this is the the latest model with the. Uh, it's got the IP fifty seven rating. It's got the what they call the non occluding ear earpieces, which means that it doesn't block out all the noise because a lot of people use these when they're exercising, when yeah. they're riding or running or walking. I so you still mow the lawn. That's as much exercise I get. So you still be able to hear the lawnmower. Yeah. And and I was using running, the blue ones. Yeah. I look so much better. <laughs> Very nice. And they've also got the Backbeat Pro 2, which is their their active noise cancellation yeah. headphones. 299 bucks. Yeah, excellent price. This is brilliant. And this has got a 24-hour battery if you're using active noise cancellation. If you're not using active noise cancellation, it's a 60-hour battery. Dick. It's it's a, a bit sleeker design. Remember last year, the last one yeah, was, it was a, a very kind of looking. round industrial. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So now this is like thirty five percent smaller, fifteen percent lighter. It's also got uh, all all the features that you like about it. All the outside controls. It's got the open mic, so you can actually listen through the active noise cancellation, set the level of noise cancellation. But my favourite feature is the sensor that when you take the headphones off, pauses the music. And I, this has been this was on the original um, Backbeat yeah. Pros, and it's still not on some of the high end ones. Well, Plantronics, this see Dr. Jarp Hartson is doing the is that one of his inventions, you think, or his work that might be it part, could of, be, part it, of the Penske fire? It could have been Buzz saying, yeah. mate, if I hadn't known about <laughs> if I'd have been able to hear Neil. Yeah. But it's got the, those sensors. It's also got class one Bluetooth. And you know what class one Bluetooth is? It's Penske Files First big, class big Bluetooth, thing. which has got a hundred meter range, not ten meter range. Yes, well, so that's can, so it can so work and better through walls and things like that. So I need to get a pair of those for my the lawn because the backbeat fits. I sat my mobile phone on the on the garbage bins out the side, and I'm mowing the lawns, and it, it, it yeah, lose it halfway your, around the your around massive the house. property. You got a you got oh, a you know. bit of bit of space there. <laughs> but anyway, they're the Plantronics backbeat fit. Backbeat Pro 2, uh, available now, and I've uh, I've done a little wrap up, and I'll, I'll have reviews up on Tech Guide probably next week. Oh, take your time. Well, I've written the announcement story. And How long's the list of things you've got to review? Very long. Yeah, I wrote a list the other day, and I nearly died. <laughs> yeah, there's going to be a lot of uh, little cheeky inclusions in Christmas gift guides coming up. <laughs> That's how you get through them. Two blokes more talking tech. tech. Read it. Read more of this jibber at techguide.com.au. Two blokes talking tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. Stephen, um, people are on the edge of their seats. 
uh, if you're driving, that's going to hurt because that hammer. Like, woo! Um, what? <laughs> You've been drinking tonight. You've been drinking. Oh no, you didn't. You drove, didn't you? Been you, long, you were on the radio before you came over. It's been, been a long a day. I keep forgetting. Someone said to me, um, "Stephen's terrible on the mic." He said he's always off mic. I said that's my fault because yeah, I hold the blade. He holds the thing. Yeah, you're a hog. If you were in a footy team, you'd be a hog. You don't pass the ball. <laughs> you were a hog, weren't you? No, I wasn't, mate. I was a team player. But anyway, should we get on with the minute reviews? Yeah, right. First one is the the Western Digital My Passport Wireless Pro. I really like this little thing. Now, this is a, a portable hard drive. It's got its own rechargeable battery. Got an SD card slot. Its own Wi-Fi network. So it's one of those drives that goes with you. It doesn't just sit in the corner of the desk and gathers dust. This goes with you and is a perfect thing to back up your photos. So if you're a pro photographer or videographer, you can put the SD card in the side, download all your images. You might be on holiday. You might can do you could do the same thing, putting all your all your snaps onto the drive and, and then clearing and to up. To be the clear, to intervene in your minute review, we're talking when you said onboard battery, it's completely wireless. It can be yeah. it can be sitting in the glove box of the car um, with a Wi-Fi network. Uh, with a bunch of movies on it, and your kids could be yes. watching those movies on their own device. So it's also a uh, a media server too, and you can install Plex on it as well. Uh, it's got 802.11ac, so it's dual band, 10 hours on a single charge. But I like the fact that you can – there's an app, of course, you can download for your for your smartphones, tablets. You can also access the content on, through a browser on your laptop or on your computer. So great way to back up your stuff, download stuff. You can even do things like clearing your phone memory on the fly so you can send images to the drive and then delete the space on your phone to because how many people have run out of space on their phones if they don't have expandable memory like iPhone users don't so that's really handy to do that organizing your stuff backing up your stuff it's it's a if if whether you're a pro photographer if you're maybe shooting GoPro videos on the fly or you just want to have a bunch of content to enjoy wherever you go. Like it can stream up to eight HD movies at the same time. So if you've got, you know, you're on a road trip and the kids have got their devices, they want to watch their movies, they can stream it off this product as well. Uh, available in two terabyte and three terabyte capacities. And, and the application, the companion app's really handy as well. Two terabyte, 389, uh, three terabyte, 449. The y, WD My Passport Wireless Pro. Available to read the review at techguide.com.au and um, probably in a week or so at efcm.com.au. But you know, that's just the same with Steve and his Plantronic Backbeat Pro. Two Blokes Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. Now, Stephen, the second thing um, is just again one of those things you go, oh, brilliant, brilliant idea. Smart. If you're an iPhone user and an Apple Watch user, you need to get the Belkin Valet Charger Power Pack because this is basically a battery which we all carry around with to charge our phones, but there's a small difference. On the top is a magnetic circular plate that can that can fit your Apple Watch and charge it on the move. So if you, it, I think it's a great uh, travel companion. If you're you're oh. traveling, rather than having to carry the Apple Watch cable and a battery, you can actually charge both through the one device. So I, here's how I look at it. I go. Do you know what? I just keep it for the watch because yeah. I wouldn't. You don't need to take a cord at all. You could charge that thing if you're on a, like a one week trip. I reckon that will charge uh, enough to get it you will through the week. The Apple Watch eight times. Yeah. So this yeah. is the thing. You just put on that every night, yeah. and it's charged, and you don't need to ever bring a cable for the Apple Watch. The Valet Charger Power Pack, simple but effective product. One hundred and forty nine ninety five. That may have been your first minute <laughs> minute review. Well, I'm going to go back to the to tape. And I feel very confident. Easy to explain. That's your best minute review ever. 
Not that your others aren't good, but <laughs> time was. Yeah. Two blokes talking to. And that's a wrap, episode 277. We'll be back again next week with 278. Eight, yeah, Should we do that? So. Uh, thanks to the good people at Netgear, netgear.com.au. The Orby comes out next month, uh, December 1, around about. Uh, check it out at JV Hi-Fi and details at netgear.com.au. Stephen, uh, let's do this again next week. Yes, we will. We'll see you then. Two Blokes Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech. With Trevor Long 